This message was recorded live at Plantation Seventh-day Adventist Church in Plantation, Florida. Welcome to PlantationSDA.tv. Here you will find a diverse variety of Bible-based topics and conversations. God's master plan to inspire your mind, bring peace to your heart, and uplift your soul. May you be blessed and encouraged as you listen to God's Word. church say amen 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 praise the lord welcome everybody to the house of the lord welcome to worship welcome 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 to plantation welcome to those who are joining us online via our streaming on youtube and also on facebook we're happy that you have joined with the plantation church for worship today and i know we have some guests with us from St. Croix, the, the U.S. Virgin Islands, um, Pastor Tong and wife and a, a few more people. And we know we have guests from other uh, places in the congregation. And so we welcome you here to the family of God here at the Plantation Seventh-day Adventist Church. And again, to those who are online, thank you for being here with us. I want to give God thanks for this church and uh, how I was supported, my family and I, in our time of grieving uh, when I lost my, my sister. It was a very difficult time for us. And uh, I'm happy to have a very supportive pastoral team, Pastor Rose and Pastor Jen, uh, who was very, very well there, there for me and my family in those times uh, of grief. And also for the leadership team here and the membership of Plantation. Uh, Elder Mo and the eldership team was there. Uh, Sister Angela, Elder Angela and the prayer ministry team. Elder Michael Adden and Dr. Hugh Allen um, from the men's ministries. I, I felt the love and the support and I just want you to know that um, we received it and we are grateful to all of you for my family. But I also want to thank my wife for being my strength when I was weak in those moments, and also for my son who brought laughter in those moments of sadness. So God is good in all that God does. God surrounds us with the people we need for when we need them. Amen. So at Plantation here, you know that we are on a journey fulfilling the vision, the mission, to refocus on our purpose. And as a church, we have, we, have, we have discerned that our purpose, as God, as outlined in God's word, is to love God, love each other, and to make disciples. So that's what we're about. And we try to engage in the cycle uh, of fulfilling our purpose by engaging in our discipleship process, which we connect, we grow, we serve, and we go um, into the community and do God's will. So for this quarter, we are focusing on, we are in, the, 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 in our discipleship process, we are on the dimension of growth, uh, of serving rather, of serving, where we engage and serve each other and our community. And for this month of July, we are focusing on health. And so our major, our major ministry event is our health fair, and you, you've been hearing about it. And you will continue to hear about it because it's us being God's hands and feet in the community. We need all of you, we need volunteers 
please sign up. There's a desk outside. Sign up. Go online. Find some way. Contact one of your pastors. We, we, we want you. We want you to be involved as we serve the community um, in this health fair. So this month we are talking about my body, God's temple. A recognition that who we are and what we are as human beings, this body belongs to God and we ought to honor it and be responsible stewards of it um, as a gift from God. But I want to focus on something that is important uh, in health, which is often overlooked, and that is our mental health, right? Our mental health, and uh, I'm going to engage it as always from the Word of God and see how we can be, be fitted and, and helped by the Word of God today. And this word is from the gospel according to St. John, chapter 14, verses 25 through 27, and it reads like this. I have said these things to you while I am with you. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my power, in my stead, in, as my representative, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be Afraid. That's the word of God. And my sermon is entitled, Peace Like No Other. Pray for and with the preacher as we enter into God's words. Lord, we pray that your spirit will be upon each of us. That truly you will move among us. You will break us, you will make us that we can be sound and healthy. As for me, I stand with the assurance that the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because you have anointed me to preach. And so as I preach this word today, feed your sheep through me in Jesus' name. Amen. I, I saw one of my very good friends also from uh, Maranatha SDA Church, Sister Sophia Watt. She, she is somewhere around. I want to send um, thank yous to you for being here with us today in worship. So, Jesus, in this passage of scripture, it ends with an admonition. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I mean, that's, that's a good word of encouragement. Ah, don't, be, don't let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. But you and I know that some of us right now in this very sermonic moment, we are, our bodies are here but our minds are somewhere else. We are troubled in mind, body, and spirit. And you know, when trouble comes... There are two false prophets that comes with trouble. And they speak to us in those moments of mental distress. 
One false prophet a preacher says is anxiety. Anxiety says worry about everything. Worry about everything. I got to do this, I got to do that. They said this, they said that. Worry about everything. And then there's the other false prophet, depression, who says, care about nothing. I'm done. Leave me alone. Lock myself off from the world. When trouble comes, we find ourselves, we, we, we'll hear these voices of these two false prophets speaking to us, worry about everything or care about nothing. And when we find ourselves in that space, we, we, we are in mental distress, we, we find ourselves in a place that we can't cope with life. And as anxiety is speaking to us, some of us says, well, since I have to worry about everything, I'm going to take this in my own hands. And I'm going to fix this problem. I'm going to fix that problem. And then we're burnt out. We can't do it on our own. But then there is depression who says, care about nothing. And I'm in my dark moment and I lock myself from the world and I'm drowning in bitterness. I'm angry with the world. And then our Christian lives diminish. We can't flourish. Problems come and fear comes and then comes the false prophets speaking in our ears. Worry about everything. Care about nothing. But if you are like me and some people you, you, you turn to some other people for news, for, 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 for guidance. And my young people, we turn to the prophets of TikTok. What is TikTok saying and how can it help me? We turn to the prophets of Instagram and Facebook and YouTube to hear what these people are saying and, and how can I deal with my fear, my anxiety, my depression. We turn to these places. And then we find that they can't help us. Well, well, you know, to be truthful, my false prophet is the news. I love to watch the news because when you listen to, to some of these commentators, they're very knowledgeable in their skill. And, and, and when they talk, they give you hope. I was listening the other day and this guy was talking about inflation. I'm like, I'm not, I, I mean, it's difficult, but I'm not worried. He said it's, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay because he said it. And I believe in the news. But how many times, beloved, you know, one of the reasons I engage with the news is because not just to learn what happened in the past or what, what's happening right now, but because I'm looking to, for some hope about the future. Because they tell us, because of these decisions, we, we expect that the jobs market will, in, will increase and, and, and depression will go down and all of these kind of things. And I believe them because it's the news. But, but how many times have yesterday's news projections proven unreliable for today's realities? And how many times today's news projections are found futile for tomorrow's expectations? 
You see, that's the problem, brothers and sisters. All of what I described a while ago is, is, is what I call the peace of the world. You see, the peace of the world, it is situational. And here's what I mean when I say the peace of the world is situational. It is based on the current state of affairs. You know, I like the beach. And when you go to the beach, when the wind is not blowing too much, it's calm. And the tide is calm and you can have a, a good day at the beach. But when the winds start blowing, it gets rough. Sometimes our lives are like that. It's calm when the winds of trouble are not blowing. But the moment the winds of trouble come, then we are like the, the, the sea, the, the, the waves of the sea tossed to and fro, unbalanced and unstable because we are depending on the peace of the world. And the peace of the world, it is situational. It says, I, I can be at peace when there is no problem. And so, when anxiety speaks to us, when, when depression speaks to us, when these false prophets are, are bellowing in our minds, how do we come to a place of stability, a place where we can stand firm? And that's why Jesus says, when he's talking to his disciples, he's going away. And his disciples are fearful that they can't live without him, which rightly so. Because he stood up for them, protected them, and secured them in many circumstances. And so they are worried, and Jesus knows they are, he's going away, and, he, and, and he's saying to them, listen, I give you peace, but I do not give you as the world gives, because Jesus knows that the peace of the world is unstable and unreliable. It is built on the circumstance, the current state of circumstances. But Jesus says, hallelujah, help me now. Jesus says, I do not give you as the world give. I give you my peace. Oh, help me, Jesus. My peace. Now, 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 now you, gotta, you can't miss that thing. You got to hold it very, very gently and, and dearly. Jesus says, I give you my peace. Now, the quality of the peace that Jesus possessed was such that it, 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 it helped him through, through his life and ministry on earth. Jesus described it as something that he himself possessed and experienced. Now, when you get wisdom, you take it. And the peace that Jesus possessed, it is a kind of peace that kept him from, from Mary's womb to Joseph's borrowed tomb. It is a kind of peace knowing that when he left the throne room of heaven, he would hang on Calvary's cross. It is that kind of peace that would keep him asleep in the midst of the storm. It's that kind of peace who would have him hung on a criminal's cross, buried in a borrowed tomb, but raised on Sunday morning. Can I tell you about the peace that Jesus possessed? Jesus possessed a kind of peace, and, and uh, they, they call it the shalom peace. And Pastor Mike just gave me a brief lesson not too long ago on, on shalom peace. I can't give you all the lesson, but one dimension of the shalom peace is that the shalom peace, it is not dependent on the absence of problems, but on contentment in the midst of problems. Uh, are you hearing me, church of God? Uh, the, the peace of God is not dependent on the absence of problems, but it gives you contentment in the midst of problems. 
This is the kind of peace that we need, brothers and sisters. When anxiety says to us, worry about everything, when depression says to us, care about nothing, what we need is the peace of God, the shalom peace that kept Jesus Christ. Can I tell you briefly about the shalom peace? When you have the shalom peace, you can enjoy goodness, but you can endure hardships. You see, when you have the shalom peace, you can enjoy the sunshine, but you can also endure the rain. When you have the shalom peace, you can enjoy the abundance of supply and endure the lack of resources. When you have uh, the shalom peace, you can enjoy the benefits of success, uh, but you can endure the fear of failure. When you have uh, the shalom peace, you can enjoy the pleasures of health, uh, and you can also endure the pain of sickness. When you have the shalom peace, you can enjoy the happiness of relationships and you can enjoy the brokenness of connections. When you have the peace of God, you can enjoy the blessings of God and endure the temptations of the devil. What we need is shalom peace. Jesus says, I'm not giving you the world's peace because it's unreliable and unstable. But my peace, brothers and sisters, when you have my peace, you will be fine. You can balance. You can live with contentment in the world. In the good times and in the bad times, you can have a good mental space. The peace of God says, inflation is up. My pay, my pay rate, my pay rate hasn't gone up. But I'm going to praise God because my God will supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. Ah, uh, my, my, my God, this peace, this peace, brothers and sisters, when pain and sickness rocks our body, my God, my, my, my peace, the peace of God says to us, uh, yes, pain may be in my body and it may be rocking me, but yet though he slay me, yet will uh, I praise him. The peace of God says, brothers and sisters, when somebody steps on my toe, I don't tell you um, what the color of your eye is, but I go to my knees and I pray for you. The peace of God, beloved. It's not TikTok. On a YouTube. Oh, it's, it's not Instagram. It is the word of God which tells us the peace of God brings a certain kind of stability, equilibrium, and balance in our lives. That's what we need. Uh, well, preacher, that sounds good. I mean, I like the peace that you describe, but how do I get it? Well, Jesus tells us. Jesus says, I am going away, but the advocate... The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in, not McCoy's name, uh uh. But in my name, in my authority, in my power, in my character, with my attributes, the Holy Spirit will do two things will teach you all things and remind you of all things that I've told you. So, you know. Jesus wants us to have the Spirit in us, to do two things. 
For the Spirit to fulfill two things, and, and the first is the Spirit teaches us. For those who are unaware of this piece, the, 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 the Spirit says, listen, look to the Word of God, look to the Holy Spirit, look to Jesus, because when you can't find peace in the world, there is one who can give you peace, and that is Jesus. When you have a relationship with him, you can find contentment in your life. That's the teaching piece. But then there is the reminding piece where the Holy Spirit reminds us of everything that Jesus had taught. Now the Holy Spirit, Jesus had been teaching his disciples. And in that moment, they were fearful and filled with anxiety and depression. These two, you know, when I was growing up, I used to see this, this cartoon thing. And most was in Tom and Jerry. You don't know what Tom and Jerry is, Right? Um, Tom and Jerry, they used to have these two little things coming up on, on, on their shoulders. One in a, with a white, you know, and, and wings representing a good angel. And one on the left with a red fork and a tail and thing, you know. And they're whispering. Have you seen, have you seen that? Depression and anxiety are like that. But they're on the same side. Speaking in your ear. Telling you things. But in those moments... Jesus says, the Holy Spirit will remind you when you forget. So sometimes those of us who are are members of the church of God for a while, we forget what it's like to find peace in our hearts. We forget what what it's like to feel at oneness with God and with each other. And so Jesus says, if you want this peace, you gotta have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost has gotta dwell in you. And through the Holy Spirit, you will experience peace. That's why the songwriter said, over over me, Holy Spirit, bathe my trembling heart and brow. Fill me with uh, thy hallowed presence. Come, oh come, and fill me now. What we need is the Spirit of God to bring peace in our hearts. The, The Spirit of God to bring tranquility. Equilibrium, contentment, peace in our mind. Okay, so the Spirit does two things. Teach and remind. But we have to open our hearts to the Spirit's guidance. We have to invite the Spirit in so the Spirit of God can do the Spirit's work in teaching us and reminding us. And today, I just want to avail myself for a little bit for the Holy Ghost to use me in the ministry of reminding. I just want the Spirit to use me right now in the the ministry of reminding. And I want to remind you about something that Jesus said to his disciples. Here's what he said in, in John 16, verse 33. Are you ready for this? I have told you these things So that you may have peace. Now, Jesus is telling something, he told us some things because he wants us to have peace. And here's what he says next In this world, you will have trouble. Jesus says, I'm telling you something. And I told you some things because I want you to have peace. But here's the first thing I'm saying to you after that. In this world, you will have troubles. You know, when I got baptized in a, a young, vibrant young man in the church, I felt like one of the Avengers. 
man, I, I felt like I had a strength of Hulk and Thor in one. Strong. I felt like I could, I could endure anything because I'm no Christian. That's it. Thanks be to God. I'm good. No problems. Easiest Sunday morning. It's a bed of roses. But that's when the trouble came. Troubles here, troubles there, and troubles everywhere. Jesus says it's for certainty that while you are in this world, you will have troubles. So don't tell me that you have troubles. Jesus says you will have troubles. Ask me, instead of telling me that you have troubles, ask me, pastor, where can I find peace? And I will tell you. Jesus says, in this world, you will have troubles, but take courage. Oh, now, 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 now. Jesus says, take courage. Find strength. Engage life with a kind of boldness. Without fear, for I have overcome the world. The world in which you live and it's filled with troubles each and every day, I have overcome that world. That's what Jesus says. Elephant, I know I'm going to have some good days and some bad days. I know trouble is going to come. I know it's going to be some hard times and some difficult times. I know sickness is going to rot my body. I know financial problems will arise. I know that disagreements will arise in relationships. I know, but there's one thing I also know, that Jesus has overcome my troubles. Jesus he is the prince of peace. Jesus can give me peace that is like no other. Can I tell you? Peace that is like no other. I know there are going to be some tough days, some challenging days, but Jesus says, I have already overcome the world. In other words, whatever you think you're going to experience, I already have the solution. All you got to do is come to me. Peace like no other. Yes, when Jesus declared that he had conquered the world, here's what Jesus was saying. The devil is the prince of the world. That's what Jesus called him. He was ruling this world. But the moment I went to Calvary's cross, the day I went to Calvary's cross, Knowing my destiny, that on the lowly hill of Golgotha, I will lay down my life for plantation for those online. That's the day the devil lost the battle. And from that day on, we are all victors. We are more than conquerors in Jesus who loved us. Ain't no problem, ain't no trouble, ain't no burden that you can't bear when you have a peace of Jesus because he gives you a peace that is like no other. The devil, his rule ended. We were reconciled to God. Tranquility came to our mind when Jesus overcome the devil. I don't know about you, but sometimes I talk to myself. When I'm in those moments of troubles and trials, I said to myself, I talked to myself and I said, Preacher, why are you so worried? Why are you fearful? Why are you depressed? Why are you troubled? Why are you so anxious? And in those moments, you know, sometimes people say, I say to myself. But in those moments when I'm talking to myself, another voice comes in and says, Preacher, 
the reason you are in this mental predicament or distress is because you have done one thing. You have forgotten. You have for Remember, the Holy Spirit comes to teach and to remind. And so in those moments, all I do is open my mind when I can't find peace, when anxiety is speaking in one ear and depression is speaking to another. All I do is open my heart and my mind, my body and my being to the power of the Holy Spirit. And then I hear the voice of Jesus saying, peace that is like no other. Peace that is like no other. So let me tell you, brothers and sisters, when you find yourselves in those moments, in the dark depths of the pressure, and you just can't get out. All you've got to do is to cry out to Jesus and he will give you peace that is like no other. When you're in those moments of busyness and anxiety has you going up and down like a crazy person, all you've got to do is open yourself to God and he will give you peace that is like no other and he will bring calmness to your soul and comfort to your soul. Hear me, beloved. Let us turn our ears away from the false prophets of anxiety and depression and open ourselves to the powerful prophetic spirit and presence of God. Because when God's spirit is with us, we can end your peace. Pastor Rose, I don't have your, your, your sweet baritone, sir. I don't have it. Pastor Jen, I don't have your melodious uh, I'm alto. But I'm going to do what I can do. No, 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 hold on. Don't, don't, don't get your hopes up yet. Don't, don't, don't get your hopes up yet. I ain't going to preach. I'm going to sing rather. I'm going to preach. There's a hymn in our hymnals. And uh, the day I found this pastor, Mike, was a joy to my soul. And I want to just read it for you. <laughs> pastor, it says, Prince of Peace. Control my will. Let this struggling heart be still. Bid my fears and doubtings cease. Hush my spirit into peace. Thou hast bought me with thy blood. Open wide the gate to God. Peace I ask, but peace must be Lord in being one with thee. May thy will, not mine, be done. May thy will and mine be one. Chase these doubtings from my heart. Now thy perfect peace impart. Savior, at thy feet I fall. Thou, my life, my God, my all. Let thy servant happy be. One forevermore with thee. Oh. If we can only open our hearts to the Spirit, if we can only open our hearts to the influence and the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit, anxiety, who says worry about everything, depression, who says care about nothing, they will have to hush their voices. Hush their voices. As the Spirit speaks to us because our God gives us a peace that is like no other. That is like no other. While the world says, the peace I give you is dependent on the absence of problems, Jesus says, the peace I give you keeps you 
in the midst of problems. Beloved, I give you the peace of God that is like no other. Distress. 
And then there are those who know what it's like but have forgotten. But thanks be to God, the Spirit comes. The Spirit teaches those who don't know. So is there anyone in this congregation who have not yet experienced the peace of Christ? You don't know what it's like to find balance between your problems and peace. Jesus has come. I can give you peace that is like no other. Is there anyone in this congregation like that? You don't know what God's peace is like. If you're online, on our website, you go there, there's a, there's a, a tab, next step. When you go there, click on that, put in your information for Bible study, for pastoral visit, for prayer, whatever you need. We are here to help you find that peace through Christ. But then there are those of us who we know the peace is like. But sometimes we're so overburdened, so overwhelmed, so, so distressed that we forget that God can, can bring us peace. If you're here this moment and you find yourself struggling with anxiety and depression, first, seek out professional help. Seek out professional help. Let's talk to a counselor, talk to somebody, it's good. But also, more importantly, come to Jesus. If you're in this congregation, you know what it's like when you are forgotten and mentally stressed. The Holy Spirit can remind you. Just open your heart to the Spirit. So if, so if you don't know, the Spirit can teach you. If you're forgotten, the Spirit will remind you. Whoever you are, the Spirit has something for you. So come. Come. Are you in this congregation right now? Wanting peace. If you are, just raise your hand. Come to the altar. However the Spirit is leading you. As a praise team raises their voice in this song. In the fullness. Come to Jesus. This is your moment. Come. If you're online, go to the town. If you're in a congregation, raise your hand. Come to the altar. Loving God, we thank you that amidst the false prophets of anxiety, depression, we can still hear the voice of your spirit clear to us, teaching us the truths that the only way we can find peace is in a relationship with you, reminding us when we forget to come back to you as a prince of peace. Today we find ourselves on one of these spectrum, one of these scales but we come to the same Holy Spirit. We come to the same God who is able to give us peace that is like no other. I pray for your children who have come to the altar. You know what's on their heart, what is in their mind. May you give them peace that is like no other. Peace that only you can give. And for those who are in the congregation, those who are online, may all of us experience a peace that is beyond understanding and comprehension. And may that peace bring us into a saving relationship with you. It's our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
This podcast was brought to you by Plantation's Seven-day Adventist Church, a Christ-centered congregation dedicated to spreading the good news of God's love through sermons, deeper dive conversations, and much more. If you would like to listen to more life lessons and inspirational content, please visit us at plantationsda.tv.